Welcome to the Run for God Run Club, where you will find God in a runner's space. Welcome to the Run for God Run Club. This is your one stop each week to be motivated and inspired to get off the couch and onto the running trail where you can, in turn, inspire others to do the same. Let's learn, laugh, and leap into running together, giving God the glory for what we are able to do in His name. Amen. I am your running host, Dean Thompson. This week, along with Run for God founder Mitchell Hollis, we have a very special guest, Meet Harmony Haventree. Hi. <laughs> We're so glad you're here, Harmony. Me too. I'm excited. Good, good, good. Um, isn't it great to have Harmony here, Mitchell? It is. You know, I've known Harmony since she was just a little bitty girl. And uh, we, we've got some special stories to talk about. Some of Harmony's relatives later on. We'll get to that. But uh, yeah, it's great to have you here, Harmony. Yeah. So Harmony is a high school student at Cahulla Creek High School. And she runs cross country. But there are some special circumstances here. Um, Harmony, can you tell us more about those special circumstances? Yes. I have a disability called hemiparesis, which is basically I had a stroke in, like, my mother's stomach. And so I have, like, right-sided weakness where I can't really use my hand or my leg. Wow. Wow. And you still run cross country. Yes. That yes. is, that's just incredible. And um, of course, we've been watching you do that now for three and a half, almost mm -hmm. four years. And, and it's been exciting to watch that. Um, so how do you do that? How do you, how do you run mostly on one side like that? Well, I just put all my weight basically on my left side. And then like my right side is just there to kind of like support. So it just kind of just yeah. keeps you balanced. Yes. so to speak, right? Yes. It keeps you going. But now I have seen you jump over hay bales. Mm -hmm. So so anybody that thinks that uh, that that somebody with a disability can't do some crazy stuff, yes. you've done some crazy stuff, right? Yeah, that was scary. <laughs> uh, but I got it on video and I got it on, I got pictures of it. So I know what actually happened. <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll show some pictures in this, in this podcast. Um, so if you're, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not watching it on YouTube, you want to see some pictures, we'll put, we'll put those on YouTube. Um, so do you worry about those things when you see something like that? Hey, babe? yes, all the time. Cause I'm always worried I'm going to fall or yeah. like not make the jump or, you know. So now you've run probably to this point, probably 30 races, maybe. Yeah. And have you ever fallen in a race? I don't think so. I've almost fallen. I've almost, I've tripped a lot. And I, to help me like stay focused, I always count how many trips I have. <laughs> so that way I can like take my mind off all of the scary stuff. Well, good. That's a good way to do it. Just keep your mind somewhere yeah, else yeah. and not on, on the oper th those things that, uh, that could happen, right? Um, I remember that you, had, you have had, uh, when you first started, you had a, a special lady who kind of helped you, right? Yes, I had Taylor. Yeah. Taylor was awesome. And now she's gone to college. Yep, yep. And I'm sure she's doing well at college. Do you keep mm -hmm. up with her? Yes. I'm sure you yes, do. Yes, I do. She is, uh, she, yeah, she was right there beside you, beside you the whole time, right, for the mm -hmm. first couple of years. And yes. Of course, now you handle it very well on your own. Mm -hmm. don't, don't need anybody there and do, do very well. So what's your fastest 5K time? I think like 34.50 or something like that. I think that's, 
that's what it is. You realize there are people listening to this podcast right now who have been running for years, mm-hmm. who have never and have a, a both sides of their body work fine, and they've never run that fast. You understand that, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you know, then one thing I, that sticks out to me about Harmony, and and we got to witness this, but the the desire she has for the sport. I think I saw you PR one time. It was like 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I remember from, from that. From one race to another, mm-hmm. it was like a 10-minute PR. And, I, I mean, you're thinking, who does that? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it just shows you how much grit that Harmony's got. It's been really fun to watch. I got to actually run a few times with Harmony. She's faster than I am now. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, it's been great to, to watch her come along in the sport. I do have one question that I don't think I've ever asked you. Why did you want to run cross-country? Well, I... Wanted to do so- I wanted to do something for high school, and my dad was like, you could be the, like, football assistant, and I was like, eh. Mm, those so, football players stink no, Yeah, so then I was like, what about cross country? And he was like, that sounds good. And so then we just uh, started running on the cross country team. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I remember you coming out that, that first day, and uh, it was it was neat. It was neat to watch you and to watch you go from I, re, I remember that first day I think I think you struggled to get around the track one lap. Yeah. That first day, I think, right? Didn't you run with me Mitchell? I mm-hmm. ran with you that mm-hmm. first yep. few days. Yeah, until yeah. Taylor Taylor came along and, and kicked me out of my spot. <laughs> but uh But yeah, I mean it's just it's incredible to have somebody like Harmony on the team who just I mean she inspires everybody on the team. If you've ever been to one of the races, which most everybody listening hasn't, the whole team goes out when harmony's coming in and runs in with her and it's you know it's a picture of what we do at our races you know we always send the the triathlon team out to to run that last person in and it's just a great picture of of what i hope you know heaven's gonna look like hebrews 12 1 says we're surrounded by a crowd cloud of witnesses well harmony has a cloud of witnesses around her every time (laughs) she comes into the finish line she does uh, and I tell you, to see. one one of the most special times I've ever seen in a cross country race. I'll never forget this. We were running, and I got to say it without tearing up. Um, we were running a race. We had just got through running a race. Mm-hmm. Harmony was still on the course, um, and they were giving out awards before all the JV folks were done. And so Harmony's out on the course. They're giving away awards. All of our team is gathered around where they're giving the awards, and they were just about to get to. They, actually, they had already started the individual awards for the girls race and you could see we all had on white they all had on white shirts and so all of a sudden they saw harmony coming around the bend and that you could where she was in sight and she was finishing and the entire team during the awards ceremony when some of them were going to be called to the awards uh, podium and they all just left they left the awards ceremony and said this is more important and uh, and so they all they all ran in with you and that was just, like you said, what a great picture of what cross-country to me is about. Mm-hmm. We, we're not, we don't run for awards. We, we like to do better, and we like to run PRs, and we like to get faster and all of that stuff. But really and truly, supporting one another is, is more important, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. How does that feel to be on the end of that? I, I'm very grateful for it. I, like, don't, I don't expect it. And when it happens... I'm always just so happy that they run with me. It energizes you for that yes. last few hundred meters, yes. doesn't it? <laughs> it makes me want to run faster because they're all so fast. I feel like I have to just like speed up yeah. and then. <laughs> and let me tell you, folks, um, you want to see a look of determination. That last couple of hundred meters, 
Harmony is like focused on the finish line. And although there's all these people and, and, it, and it's, it's energizing, she's all about getting to that finish line as quickly as she can. So um, it's fun to watch. We'll talk more with Harmony. But first, we'll take a break. As you know, we are always sponsored by J Radio, the world's greatest digital music platform. And now it's available on Apple. Music makes an impact. And if you don't believe me, think about the music that you listened to growing up and how those words still stick in your head. And the same is true when you listen to music while you run. If you come across a song with explicit lyrics, it can still stick in your head. If you come across a song with objectionable content, it can stick in your head. And that is why we're excited to offer you an exclusively positive environment to listen to music while you run. We're excited to announce that as of this week, the new J Radio is available at jradio.com and you can download the app in your app store. Okay, so have you already downloaded J Radio or not? Because if you haven't, I don't know what you're waiting for. Because you need to download it so you can hear Lane's playlist, right? I mean, he's got this crazy. I still playlist haven't warmed up to Lane's playlist. Lane's yeah. music and my music are not the same. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, some people. And like I said last week, I'm getting to where I like some of the songs a little bit better because I'm I'm reading up a little bit about the artist. Yeah. Hearing their testimonies that always helps. Makes a difference. Like I said about Toby Mac, I used to not like Toby Mac. Until I heard his testimony. Yeah. Now I like Toby Max music. So yeah, I'm coming around, um, but we, we've, we've got to make our playlist at some point. Yeah, we do. What about what about you? Do you want to make a playlist, Harmony? Of the, course. I love J- making playlists. All right. Harmony, what's your favorite kind of music? Um, well, obviously I love Christian music. And then I love classic rock. So like Fleetwood Mac. Really? And, yeah, <laughs> Queen. And you're how old? Journey. I love Journey. Journey's amazing. Um, 17. 17. Wow. That's, That's right up my alley. You know, Lane likes the 50s music, too. So I, I the 50s music and Lecrae. I mean, those two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those go together. Apart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, remember that you can send your questions to dean at runforgod.com. If you've got messages you want to get across, if you've got questions about podcasts, if you've got questions about coaching, anything that you've got. You can send messages to Dean at Run for God. I just had a conversation with a lady who's the same age as me, who's just about to start uh, picking up running again, and it was um, it was so neat to talk to her about what she wants to accomplish. So, um, we, yeah, we're willing to to help out any way that we can to make your running journey better. So, go to runforgod.com uh, and and learn more, or runforgodrunclub.com mm-hmm. to learn more about what Run Club is about and what Run for God is about. Uh, and don't forget, we would love to hear your story. We're going to share a story here in just a minute from somebody who has been with Run for God for a long time, very faithful Run for God person, and we'd love to hear your story. And if you're a Run Club member, you go straight to the head of the line. As soon as I get that story, we'll get it on pretty quick, within a few, probably within a month. So, uh, so send those stories in. You can go to the Run for God Run Club page to submit your story. Uh, do you think running is hard? What do you think, Harmony? Is running hard? Of course. (laughs) Yes, it is. You're not doing it right if it's not. That's exactly right. Well, here's a story about why hard is actually good, because we don't always equate those two. Mm -hmm. This comes from Jerry Davis in Ozark, Missouri, which is down between Springfield and Branson, if if you know that area. Why is it so hard is the name of her story. 
I started running six years ago as a way to stay in shape. Over those six years, God has changed my heart. Now I run for different reasons. It started with a 5K at, at the kids' school. When I started, I couldn't even run one mile without walking. That day we had rain, sleet, and even some lightning. It was hard and horrible all at the same time, but I did it. From there, it was on to a 10K and then a half marathon. My first half was in December in Missouri, and it was cold, and it was hard. I was so excited to finish, eat real food, and get warm. Three months later, I completed my first full marathon in Little Rock. Three months later. <laughs> it was really hard. Really. The metal was so big, and I was so tired, my husband had to carry both of us to the car. What an accomplishment. Yes, it was hard, but worth every step. I have now completed six marathons, 34 half marathons, and countless other races. I say all that to say this. I'm a short gal and almost 50. I also suffer with breathing issues. Running does not come easy to me. It is hard. I run very early instead of sleeping in. I run in, in the cold, on hills, on tired legs, and when I would rather be doing something else. I do not quit. Have I felt like quitting? Yes, lots of times. The devil will work on me and tell me lies. I'm not good enough or fast enough. I'm not a real runner. I will never be the runner I want to be. I choose to believe in what the Bible tells me. I'm enough just as I am, and I am wonderfully made. I am where God wants me to be, and that is okay with me. I have turned my thinking around to focus on helping others. I love the hard work, and I want others to experience the joy I get from running with God. Jesus runs with me, and it's a wonderful time for me. God uses me to encourage others and be an example of persistence. Yes, it is hard. Life is hard sometimes, too. Wouldn't it be great if all life was like the downhill part of a run? I don't know how I could get through races or life without Jesus. I have been blessed to have helped lead two Run for God classes at my church, and this is where my heart lies. I receive the biggest blessings from running each lady across the finish line. That is what it is all about, helping others reach a goal they never thought they could. Is it hard? Yes, it is. Worth it? Yes. Romans 15, 5 says, May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind towards each other that Jesus Christ had. He gives it to me every day, and I praise his name for it. I will keep running for God, myself, to be an example and to give encouragement. If I can start running at age 44 and reach goals I have set, you can too. You, have ju you just have to start. And yes, it will be hard. So why is it so hard? If running was always downhill, our muscles would not get challenged and get stronger. If life was always easy, we would not le learn to depend on God and grow in our Christian walk. The hard is necessary. Great story, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry, <clears throat> Jerry's been here before. She has. And I love this story because it, it, it makes me think of something I say a lot, and it's that everything worth doing is hard, and I, I'm, I wrote this quote down because I say it some, and I wanted to make sure I got it right, but it, 
sometimes the satisfaction of completing something challenging is greater than the war reward at the end. Yeah. So the the satisfaction of completing that marathon for Jerry, even though we all sign up and we run for bling, we hear that all the time. Mm-hmm. But that's not the real reason we sign up for races. No, it's, it's the not. accomplishment of of finishing that race, and sometimes that's more rewarding than even if we won our age group or won something like that. It's the it's the it's the idea of signing up for something that many people say can't be done. Yep. You know, I'm sure Jerry had the naysayers uh, that said she can't really do that. Yep. Um, but she proved them wrong, and there's a satisfaction in that. Not necessarily in proving people wrong. Yeah, there's some of that too. <laughs> um, but it's it's doing something that you didn't think could be done, and others were probably telling you yeah. can be done, and that's that's worth a lot. That's worth a lot more than a medal. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. For sure. Uh, Romans fifteen five again. Now may the God of patience and comfort grant you to be like minded toward one another according to Christ Jesus. Um, of course, her version, as as we read, was a little bit different than that. And I like I like the version that she had a little bit better. Um, but this it's it talks about having the same attitude as God. It's a tall order to feel. <laughs> Think about how lofty that is. Yeah. But how amazing that is at the same time, right? Exactly. Her second scripture passage is First Chronicles sixteen eleven. Seek the Lord in His strength. Seek His face evermore. God's strength is if infinite, and uh, you know, just like we learned when uh, when Peter walked on the water, right. it's amazing what we can do when we really, really have are tuned in. And so many times He wants to bring us to the end of ourself, yeah, so that He can shine. That's why so many people in the Bible, so many characters that we read about in the Bible, they're flawed people. Yeah. They weren't perfect people, um, but that way you can see the contrast in who Paul was as Saul, and then what God can do to a person once they cross that road. Yeah, once he crossed that path with Jesus on on the road to Damascus, you can see that contrast, and that's that's why so many times he he puts things in front of us that we we think are impossible. But it's nothing to him, and, yeah. it, and it, it's we're able to see that, or others around us are able to see, you know that that wasn't something that Dean did, or that wasn't something that Harmony did. That that was obviously something else, yeah. and, and that's what you know could lead that person to Christ is by knowing that Dean couldn't do that, but somehow he did. Yeah, and yeah. Um, yeah. So Harmony, the first time you ran, did you mm-hmm. look at that and go? I don't know if I can do a whole 5K. Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, I thought that I was going to die. <laughs> we, we've all been there, right? <laughs> we've all been there. Uh, for you, the challenge was just a little bit taller. Um, yes. But, uh, but accomplished. Psalm 139.14 says, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. I love that phrase, fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this whole idea that my soul knows very well. And, and, and I said at one time, I think sometimes we crowd that out of our brain, right? We think that um, we, we know it. We, we know that deep down inside um, who we are, and what, but then we, we get involved with worldly things. And we, we kind of shove that to the back of our mind. Don't, don't think well, about it. Well, the devil's it. constantly question, making us question that. Yep. You know, yep. am I am I good enough? Anytime you ask that question, am I good enough, or can I really do that, that's not coming from God. 
Nope. It's just not. Um, the devil's going to always try to second guess, make us second guess what God is putting right in front of us, what God is putting in his word, uh, what God's telling us through prayer and quiet time and reading his word. Um, the devil's daily job is to, to try to negate that and make us second guess that. Right into the question. The devil is always working on us. Are you able to know when those lies are from him? And how do you overcome those negative thoughts? How, how do we know what comes from the devil versus God? You know, I think this is something I've had to learn through the years. Um, I've had to learn that there's testing and there's tempting. And those two can look very similar at times. Mm-hmm. Um, tempting is is sinful. It's It's tempting you to sin. And we know that nothing sinful ever comes from God. So... Testing by its very definition, or tempting by its very definition, is not from God. God is not going to put sin in front of us and and try to entice us to come to it. Testing, on the other hand, is God entrusting us to make the right choices. And sometimes those two things can can be very similar. So how, how do we know? Um, you have to know who the players are. Yeah. And it's God and it's the devil. God will... God will test you to leverage your strengths to make you even stronger. Um, you know, like walking through a difficult time in your life. Uh, God will allow you to walk through those times. And a lot of times it's a test to make you stronger. You know, you, we hear about the refiner's fire and, you know, well, I walked through the shadow of the valley of the shadow of death. And there's all kind of scriptures that talks about God letting us go through hard times to make us stronger on the, on the other side. The devil, on the other hand, will use your weaknesses to entice you to sin. Yeah. Uh, and we won't get into examples of that, but you've got to understand that sometimes those can look very similar, but the, the best way to, to differentiate between the two is who's behind it. Is yeah. it leading you into sin, or is it, is it there to make you stronger? And a lot of times, difficult times in your life are there to make you stronger. You know, how, how does a workout make you stronger? It tears you down. Yeah. It, it tests you. Yep. And it makes you stronger on the other end. So I think, Dan, I don't know if that answered your question or not. but I, I think it does. Um, and Harmony, you're in high school. And so um, I deal with not just high school students, but also college students. And I see this, this idea that people are so wrapped up in what they look like with what they have, the stuff they have, things like that. It's... Um, it, and there's nothing wrong with having nice stuff. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with being concerned about your appearance and what you look like at all. But when that becomes your chief focus, well, mm-hmm. that's that's not a, that's the devil telling you, pointing you in the wrong direction. So how, as a high school student, do you avoid that kind of a thing? Well, I surround myself with people who like love Jesus and have good influence. And then I always pray in my car before school, and I always say to myself, you can do this and that just be a lot for Jesus and so that helps me have a good attitude as you know I'm walking into school and I always pray and read my Bible every night so wow wow that's and that's a great idea um and and kind of staying away from those negative influences Mm -hmm. right um and and I know you every time I see you you don't just sit just for those of you out there, when you 
when the way Harmony said hello and where she was glad <laughs> to be, that's the way Harmony is every single day, mm-hmm. every single time I see her. You would think that I was, um, you know, like some celebrity or something. Mm-hmm. When I come in, I say hi, Harmony, and she's like, I'm. She's like, she's like, she's so <laughs> glad to see me. Um, and, and that's the way she is with everybody, not not just me, um, but everybody she meets. How do you maintain that positivity when I know because it's what he does. Satan mm-hmm. works hard to take that joy away from you. Yes. I I don't know. I just I think about positive things as I go into like situations and I think what would Jesus like look like in this situation and I always try to be like him. So That's, that's awesome. That is awesome. That, and that's that those are such wise words. From a, out of a seventeen-year-old body, which is, uh, um, which is, and it's something we all struggle with every day. It is forty-two and fifty, 50 whatever you are. Something. 50 something. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then her second question is: Is the hard worth it to you? Um, Harmony, the hard is much harder for you. Do you, do you sometimes wish it was easier? Of course, all the time. <laughs> I hate running with a brace. But it helps me, and I it helps me finish, and I think that's the most important thing. So you think the four years of cross country have been worth it? Yes. yes. Even the because you've not just you've dealt with everything all runners deal with because mm-hmm. you've dealt with some injuries and things yes. as well, right? Yes. And you've had to overcome those. Yes. Um, having a good year so far this year, everything's gone really yeah. well. We it has. We, hope we keep that up. Um, what do you think is the hardest thing about cross country? Um, I think running a, like a pace because I'm always because I'm always like a like fast, and then I want to slow down. But then, so I slow down a little bit, but then I'm not like on the pace that I should be at. And so keeping that rhythm yes. going is is really hard. Yes, isn't it? and it's a mental challenge as much as it is a physical challenge, yes. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And we all, every runner struggles with that. Every single one of us. Yes, because uh, I, I keep thinking, dang, I'm hurting. So then I want to slow down. But then I'm like, got to keep going. Got to keep going. <laughs> There's a little bit more there, right? Yes. A little bit more. A little bit more. When you yeah. look back, Harmony, when you look back on the, the previous years of cross country, are you glad it was hard? Yes. It's made me stronger, and I've had really good, like, opportunities and experiences and i don't think i would have experienced that stuff if it wasn't for cross country and i think the reason i asked that question like that is because you ask a question do you ever wish it were easier and she said yes but looking back are you glad it was hard yeah the answer was yes yeah and so many times when we're in it mm-hmm. we think man i wish this was i'm about to die using yes. your words but you always look back. i mean i look back when i was in high school and there were there were circumstances that were hard in my life. There were people in my life who were hard. I think about, you know, some of the parents of my friends, and I, I always say now, looking back, the parents that were the hardest on me mm-hmm. when I was a, a young man, you know, I was I was a little bit wild in my younger days. Those are the parents that I respect most. Your grandpa is one of those. Mm-hmm. You know, David would never cut me any slack. And I look back, and I'm so glad he didn't. Now, there were others in my life. 
And it's always those hard moments, those hard people in our past that we look back and we think, I wouldn't change that for the world. But when we're in it, we're like, man, I wish this run would get easier. I wish he would cut me a little slack. <laughs> but it's the hard things that make us who we are. Yeah. And, and once we realize that or once we appreciate that, we're better for it. I remember, of course, I remember my old high school coach from a running standpoint. He was like that. It was like no yeah. excuses. He was like, it didn't matter if I was the number one runner on the team. It was like, you're going to do what everybody else is doing, and you're not going to whine about it, or you're just going to go home and, and not come back. <laughs> I mean, he was really that frank about it at times, um, and I appreciated that. But I, I'll tell you the one that I remember that was probably one of the most special moments to me when I was in high school was I was a senior in high school, and we had this paper that we had to write that was like a year-long process. And it was mm -hmm. very, very important. It was most of our grade for that particular English class. And I had a teacher, and her name was Glennis Graves. Never forget her. <laughs> She's, I'm Facebook friends with her now, right? <laughs> and we, we, we talked back and forth from time to time. Um, but I remember turning, in a, turning that paper in after having worked on it for weeks, maybe months, and I turned it into her, and the next day I got into class, and when I walked in the door, she handed the paper back to me, and she said, you can do better than this. Hmm. And, mm -hmm. and I took it back home, and, and for her, because she was who she was, and she was tough on me, I thought, oh, she thinks I can do better, I can do better. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's funny, the people that are hardest on us believe in us more than other people do. Well, and even 30 years later, you remember her name. You remember the circumstances. Absolutely. And it's because that made an impression on that. That, that made you who you are is those mm -hmm. circumstances. And so, yeah, you I mean, talk about hard words to hear. You just worked all that time on something. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this, this won't cut. I'm sure you didn't use cliff notes or anything like uh, that. Before. No, not me. <laughs> um, I think she, she probably, as long ago as that's been now, she probably, uh, it was probably by candlelight that she told me. Yeah, you didn't uh, have cliff notes back then. <laughs> that far. Yeah. Um, her third question, do you believe that if you run any pace or distance that you are a runner? And I still remember the moment that I realized um, that everybody is important. And it was at a Run for God race. Mm -hmm. And just I always – and I've told this story before and maybe on this podcast that I always ran, and I never had bad feelings about people toward the back of a pack, uh, but I only thought about the guys up front because that's who I was running with. Mm -hmm. um, and not until I slowed down enough to really watch those folks in the middle and the back um, did I really have some deep, deep respect for those people. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, I, I like to cheer loudest for the, the less fast people right. for that reason. Gay Coker uh, of Run For God, our, our co-worker, she's told the story before about how somebody told her at one time, you're not a real runner because she wasn't running fast enough. Mm -hmm. um, but we're all real runners. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, I. No disrespect to Jerry at all. I, I really don't. I, re, I understand why she's asking that question, but I despise that question because yeah. running to me, and I've had to learn this just like you. Running to me is a is a state of mind nowadays. And when when you have those people that come up to you and say, I've never had anybody say this to me. They may, now that I'm getting much slower, well, you're not a real runner. Well, that, mm, that is, that is the devil trying to get a foothold mm. right there. And, and the person asking that or making that statement has a whole lot going on and we just need to love that person. Yeah. Um, but we also need 
we, we don't need to let that get a foothold in our lives, no matter what the comment might be. It may be something else, you know, that that we can let the devil come into our lives through other people. I love what Harmony said. She says she surrounds herself with people who love Jesus, and that's so important. But living in the world we live in, those other people are going to slip through the cracks, and, and we've got to have our guard up. And, and the only way to do that is if we're constantly in prayer, in the Word, talking to God so that we can take those situations of that person who's making that statement and, and turn those around on them. You know, yeah. I, you know, me in the flesh, I just want to yeah. shake them <laughs> when, someone, when I hear people say it. Because I've heard people say that to other people and are those kinds of comments. And it's um, I'm familiar with that thought. Yep, yep. So, Harmony, let me ask you this. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. you may never win a race in your life. And maybe you will, but but you mm-hmm. may never win a race in your life. Is it still worth it to be a runner? Yes. And why is it still worth it? I think it's still worth it because it's worth having, like, the satisfaction of finishing. Mm. I love the feeling after I finish. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm, it's over with, but I feel great. It's an accomplishment, it, isn't it? It really is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's worth more than the medal or whatever you get yes. at the end, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. yep. So go out there and check out the Big Share app. We've talked about that before. It is a way for you to share your story. Go out there and look at Mitchell's story. He has shared his story through Come On, Let's Go, and check that out. And, um, yeah, share your story. It's your testimony. There is power in people's stories. It's a challenging time. What do you do when everything you believe about God is being tested and God doesn't look like the good father that he says he does? You've got layers and layers and layers of hate in your heart. It it takes God to clean it out. Your story can help encourage others around the country, just like these stories have. You can walk through a simple process of sharing your story with the Big Share app. Download the Big Share app in your app store to start sharing hope with others. Okay, so we are back, and we're talking again with Harmony Hammontree, who is a cross-country runner at Cahulla Creek High School. Um, we talked about some of the challenges that you have physically, mm-hmm. and but you come from a whole different background, right? Yeah. So you were adopted. I was. And, and tell us, tell us that story. Okay. Well, I was left in like a bus station, and this lady found me and put me in an orphanage. And then... And where was that? It was in China. Yeah, sorry. Okay. I should have okay. probably said no. that. <laughs> um, then, like a year later, my parents adopted me. So what's it What's it like to be somebody who um, was born somewhere else? And, and, and obviously that feeling of, mm-hmm. I have a biological mother, the FedEx mm-hmm. person, um, but but I'm different because you're different than a lot of folks, right? Yeah. Um, so how does that? What does that? How does that feel? I mean, it feels pretty good. I like, you know, I like being here, and I like that I'm adopted. I think it makes me cool. <laughs> I think it makes you cool too. <laughs> That's a good way to look at it. That's a great way to look at it. And you have some pretty fantastic parents too, don't you? Yes. Yes, you do. I really do. Um, and although you may not have actually gotten to choose them Mm -hmm. um i'm sure that you're glad that they chose you yes (laughs) Um, how have they helped mold you into who you are today well 
Uh, my mom is a stay-at-home mom, and so she's really helped me. Uh, she like loves me so much, and she's really helped me, uh, like nurture me and help me become like more godly. I think is that a word? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, just show me love, and my dad he works so hard, and so he showed me like hard work and you know how to like provide and be strong. What a great combination, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And we won't. I, we probably shouldn't say that your mother is actually in the studio, but she's not on camera, should we? <laughs> we probably, should we not bring that up? <laughs> All right, we won't bring that up. Uh, so, do you have plans for college? Uh, yes. I kind of. I want to go to Lee. Okay. And be a a child life specialist, which is basically someone who helps kids before. They like going to surgery and stuff, oh, which, wow. yeah, I would love to do that because people have done that for me in the past when I've had different surgeries for my hand and my leg. And so I think it would be really cool to like share my story with them and show them hmm. like you can do this too because I did it. I've never it, heard of that. No, isn't I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't either. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. And isn't it funny how God gets a, he, he lets us go through these things that are tough, mm-hmm. and then he uses that tough thing. Yeah. And so yeah. If, in this case, if that's what you wind up doing, he took a bad situation mm-hmm. and, gonna help, and he's going to give that to you to, to help yes. somebody else. That's so awesome. I get goosebumps. <laughs> I do, I've already done that three times this, this, this hour. So, um, All right, so it is time for Dean's Thoughts. It's a time where I share something that I've written about the intersection between running and faith. And this time, it is called, we're just talking about medical type stuff, and Mm -hmm. it's called The Right Prescription. I recently had a good day. I went out to run, and I felt pretty good, so I improvised. I thought about running hard that afternoon, but I wanted to see how I felt before deciding what to do. Once I warmed up, I realized I needed to execute a tough workout, much tougher than I was thinking about. I did, and I had a great workout. As I get older, I realize that running by feel becomes more and more important. There are days I want to go out and hammer a workout, but my body tells me no. When I was young, I could always work through soreness and tired feelings. I never missed workouts or cut them short. My body was more compliant then. It's different now. It's like a doctor prescribing medicine, medication. There may be 12 different antibiotics that would work for your illness. There may be different dosages as well. The doctor usually chooses the one that he has experience prescribing. It will probably be the one where he has seen the best results. That makes perfect sense, right? Sometimes the illness is a little more intricate, though. There are often complicating conditions. A diabetic, for example, might need something different than an athlete with no chronic conditions. That makes sense, too. When we age, we have complicating conditions that make our prescription, our training schedule, more difficult to figure out. We have muscles that take longer to get sore, but they stay sore for a longer period. It makes recovery much slower. We lose muscular strength as we age. We lose body chemistry that contributes to being able to train hard, like testosterone. Our bones, ligaments, and tendons become more brittle and less supple. Consequently, it's important to stay in touch with how you feel and be ready to improvise at any time. And it doesn't always come at the best time. The day I referenced 
at the beginning of this story was a hot day. It was over 90 degrees, but I knew I had to strike while the iron was hot. I might have felt great the next day, but I might not. We have to take advantage when we can. If you're, tire, if you're tied to a training plan, understand that it may be okay to move some things around to accommodate the way you feel. It's usually best to stick with the plan if you can, but it will not invalidate the plan if you have to put off a workout or if you have to run a little harder one day than you meant. There are a few things to keep in mind, though. First, recovery is important. You may feel great two days in a row, but resist the temptation to go hard two days in a row. If you do, you will find that the recovery will take far longer than normal. Second, you're almost always better off taking it easy more often than your plan dictates than if you feel great and hammer out extra hard days. Finally, pay attention to what happens in the final three days following a change to a plan. You want to know if it really helped or hurt your progress. When we're young, we knew that the next day was how it affected us, but now I find the effects of a tough day don't manifest themselves until at least two days later. What's the right prescription for you? The truth is, it may change daily. One thing that gets better as we get older is our ability to adapt to God's plan. When we're young, we tend to be so focused on getting a better job, or improving our condition in life, that we miss opportunities to do things God has planned for us. It's not because people who are young are not smart. It's just that more experience usually translates to better decisions. If you're older, you've probably seen many times how God works when you follow His plan. Look back on those times when you put, when you put down what you were planning to do and let God take over. If you've never experienced what God can do when you least expect it, it might be because you're holding on too tight to your plan and fail to realize that today is the day to alter that plan. The clues are usually all around us, but if we have tunnel vision, we can't see outside the tunnel. Sometimes it's okay to adjust your running plan on the fly, and oftentimes it is a great thing to adapt to God's plan on the fly. Did God let you know that you should tell that person you just met about Jesus? I wonder what would happen if you did. One thing is sure, Jesus is the right prescription for everyone. Great story, Dean. Yeah, that's uh, <clears throat> prescriptions are, are heavy in my household. Uh, with, <laughs> with my wife, who has a, a couple of chronic conditions and right. a serious lung condition right now, um, she has a whole, I mean, she, she could fill up a closet with medications. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, harmony. One of the th- we we always talk about favorite Bible verses, and I've shared before on this podcast. My favorite Bible verse is, is Joshua one nine. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite Bible verse? Yes, I do. I wrote it down because it's kind of like a passage. You okay. So. So what is it? Okay, it's Ephesians four, two through seven. Um, be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace there's one body one spirit just as you were called to one hope when you are called one lord one faith one baptism one god or father of all who is over who is over all and through all in all but to each one of us grace has been given as christ appointed it wow wow 
That's a that's a pretty, pretty sure good one. that's how harmony lives her life. <laughs> it is first five. What was the first five words in that? Uh, be humble, gentle, patient, and be bearing in love. That's harmony. That's harmony. Yeah, yeah. good. <laughs> I can see why that's your favorite verse. That's <laughs> that because that's who you are. Uh, yeah, that's and that's great. And now the at the end of that verse, the whole idea of grace. Mm-hmm. You think about the word grace. What does grace mean to you? I'm putting you on the grace. spot here. Yeah, grace is um, like showing mercy to someone and yeah. showing, uh, I guess, love to that person. Yeah, yeah, which is something you're very capable mm-hmm. of doing. <laughs> yeah, great. So, hey, listen, if you're out there and you haven't become a Run for God coach yet, what are you waiting for? If you've ever participated in any sport, you've probably met a great coach. Great coaches inspire us to do more than we ever thought possible. You can be the leader that helps others achieve things they never thought possible. You, yes, you have the ability and the opportunity to be that person. All you need is a heart to help people and the ability to follow a plan. The Run for God 5K Challenge will come ready to help you inspire those around you. The step-by-step guide will direct you how to plan, pray, and train people both physically and spiritually. You can help them become more fit in their health and in their walk with Christ. Share your passion. Go to runforgod.com to find out how to inspire others to accomplish big things. So now... Don't forget that becoming a coach is is something that you can do to share Jesus with others. We've been talking about that, and it's something that you can do to uh, share with other runners. What a a great way to do it. You know, we've had a flurry of of new coaches. I don't know if you've noticed that, but we've had a flurry of new coaches over the past month or two. I think everybody is, you know, we we were on track to have our best year ever, and then the third week of March hit, and classes canceled everywhere. But I think, I hope... That everybody is starting to sense some some normalcy coming up, and uh, we, we've got a lot of people signing up to become coaches. So, yeah, I mean that's it's a great thing to do for your community. You may be out there saying, "I I can't do that. I've I've never been to seminary. I'm not that great of a runner." Well, guess what? Neither was I. You and, can uh, do it. So we we just talked about a lot of times God will bring you to the end of yourself. Um, when I started that first class in January of 2010, I was at the end of myself. Believe me, um, but, but God can do great things. So if if you're if you're sensing God speaking to you at all, you know, pray about it, confirm it, and then do it. Yeah, yeah, just do it. That seems to be that's like a slogan or something somewhere. Somewhere, I, I, yeah, yeah, somewhere. Uh, <laughs> so harmony, other than cross country, mm-hmm. what what really excites you? What do you love to do? I love music and okay. singing. That's that's like that's like my passion. I don't know. I would. That's why I want to go to Lee because they have the best music program ever. And yeah. I just. I don't know. I won't, I love music. I would just love to be around it all the time. That so Lee has the the, the Lee singers. Yeah. The Lee, voices the, of Lee. Yes. Voices of Lee. Yeah. yeah. The, so are you going to try to be in the voices of Lee? Of course. Oh, that would be that so would awesome. That would be great. Yeah. God, there's goosebumps again. Yeah, uh, if you've never heard the voices <laughs> of Lee, Google them. Um, oh, there. It's, uh, it's kind of like the, what would be an example that most everybody would know? Like the, um, it's an acapella, kind of like the 
is it pentatonics? Yeah, is pentatonics. Is kind of the same thing yeah. they do? Yeah. Uh, but I think the voices of Lee are better. Yeah. Because uh, they, they knock it out of the part every video they put out. I love to and, listen uh, to the voices of Lee. Absolutely. And, you know, just so you know, I, I, loved, I love to listen to music, mm-hmm. but that's where I have to stop because I am musically illiterate. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that I can play is the radio. And I, although I may have a, an okay speaking voice, mm-hmm. I do not have an okay singing voice. <laughs> um, if I start to sing, people run. So I'm glad that you can sing. Um, do you have a hobby? Is is that your hobby? Uh, that's my that hobby. is your hobby. Yeah. Okay. You ever have you ever written any songs or anything like that? No, I can't write songs. Okay. I've tried. Have you tried? Yes. Well, all right, but but singing yes. is is your thing. All right. Um, fantastic. So, Harmony, I want to ask you about somebody that's very near and dear to my heart, David Hendricks, mm-hmm. your grandfather. Um, many people listen to this probably know who David is. He's his his name is on quite a bit of things that's been written in our mm-hmm. in our archives. How did how did David shape your life? Help he, shape your life. He was a great grandfather. He um he let's see I don't I don't know how to put this. Okay, he he loved me so much and he yeah. just he took the time to like be with me and we would like go look at rocks together. And we would just go outside together, and he would tell me about different plants, and I, like, have an appreciation for nature now. Mm-hmm. You know, just this past mm-hmm. weekend, I was talking about David. We were both talking about David because we had a race. We we put on the first race back post-COVID, and uh, we have the Run for God trailer where the finish mm-hmm. line is, and it's where we put everything in there. Well, when David was working with us, that was David's trailer. Mm-hmm. And nobody stepped in that trailer <laughs> except for David. If when we were loading it up, of course we usually have teenagers that help load it and everything. And mm-hmm. David would say, "Just put it by the trailer, and I'll put it in." And we were we were talking the other day about how how quick it is to load that now and how orderly everything is. And that was because of David. Mm-hmm. And there again, David was so hard. I I would hear him talk to some of those kids, and I it brought <laughs> flashbacks to when I was sixteen years old. But he had order, and he was. Man, I'll never forget him coming to cross country meets, and he'd be carrying that chair, yeah. you know, walking across the fields because he would always get out by himself, yep, and just sit there and watch. And uh, so, yeah, for those of you who don't know, you you, you know who David Hendricks is. Uh, that is Harmony's was Harmony's grandfather. God rest his soul. Uh, he's been been gone for three years now, and uh, but yeah, we we talk about David a lot still. We do. Still, so we, we still good miss memories. Him. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so f- we talked about at one point in time on this podcast, me trying to run a five minute mile. So, I was wondering if you were going to bring this up. So I thought I'd bring it up because tomorrow, by the time this airs, I will have failed <laughs> or accomplished the task of running a five minute mile, 40 years apart. Sub. Five sub five minute mile. mile. I ran a sub five minute mile for the first time just a little over 40 years ago. And so my goal, Harmony, is to run a sub five minute mile forty years later. So it's gonna be really close. It's gonna be really hard. We're gonna video it. But I'm gonna try. I'm it. gonna have it on video. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have we're gonna have Lane pace me, um, so that he can he can help me. I don't have to worry about pace. I can just run right behind him, and um, hopefully 
this thing's gonna gonna go off and gonna work and we were talking about this coming up here uh-huh. i said yeah we need to get videos and we'll push it out there he said well if if i do it we'll push it out there i said no there's there's something to learn from failure yes. right we've been talking about this i said you may not know what that is yet and you'll need to figure that out before we push the video yes. out but we'll push this video out either way so i think he's gonna do it though what do you think I think so. I believe in you. So <laughs> Dean's pretty hard-headed. When he puts his mind to something, he, he usually does it. <laughs> well, yeah. It won't be from lack of trying. It will not be from lack of trying. Uh, I remember the last mile race that I ran, uh, The actually the last two or three mile races that I ran, and I, I always come across the finish line, and the first thought in my brain is, man, I forgot how hard that is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, it's a whole different ball game on the long run, 5Ks and 10Ks. It's a different kind of – it's a different kind of – the pain of a mile is so intense. And so uh, – but we're going to give it a whirl. So uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, every week I share a reason why running is so awesome. And so this is the reason for this week. Discipline. Discipline is so important mm. to our lives, to, to a lot of areas of our lives and a lot of the things that we do. Getting your homework done is important, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to be disciplined yes. to come home and do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, running provides a base for that because if, you, if you're going to be a runner, especially a competitive runner like you, mm-hmm. in Harmony, you have to be disciplined. You have to go to practice. You have to do all mm-hmm. the little things. And so I love the way that the discipline of running adds to the enrichment of the rest of our lives mm-hmm. um, and a lot of times we look at the word discipline we think of it as a bad word right when you hear that in school that it's always used in a bad for bad term yes. isn't it yeah yeah you're going to be disciplined is, yeah is what they say <laughs> uh, but you the never want to do that <laughs> that's right that's right you've probably never i'm sure um you weren't like me when i was in school uh, <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you, I tell you, when I was in school, Harmony, I probably, I, I really shouldn't say this on the air, but here's how bad I was. I one time had to go to the office three times <laughs> in one day. So um, a lot of people can say, I had never been in the office three times in my whole life. I did it in one day. So I was never that kid who did terrible, horrible things. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to the office for fighting. I wasn't going to the office for destroying property. <laughs> I was going to the office for goofing off, talking too much. I remember going to the office <laughs> one time for jumping out the window of the school building. So, um, yeah. So that's the kind of stuff I got in trouble for. Just too much energy. So while, while we're parked here, discipline, and we talk about how that bleeds over to many other areas of your lives. You talked about homework. I don't think many people would know who typically has the highest GPAs in school. Typically, it's the cross-country team. Mm -hmm. Cross-country and golf are the two sports that typically have really high GPAs. Um, In the college where I coach, our our girls just set the record this past semester for the highest GPA for a team. Um, And and their their GPA among the, the, the whole eight girls taken collectively was almost 3.7 so that's amazing um, for a group like that to have a a gpa that well i bet harmony's got a high gpa i bet harmony's got a good gpa i think yeah i think so yeah (laughs) she's being modest yes she is Um, so the moral of the story is running makes you smarter running makes you smarter we'll go with that well i mean you put the two together right when you say harmony running makes you smarter yes yeah i don't think there's any question 
the moral of the story. We just did the, a scientific analysis. Exactly. And discovered that running makes you smarter. <laughs> um, motivational thought of the week. And I thought I would, um, instead of a, a quote, I thought I would just share something that I thought. And here's my thought. If Harmony can do it, so can you. We all have obstacles to overcome. They may be physical, mental, or time-related, but we can overcome those things. We just have to. I mean, all we have to do is want to, and we can we can do almost anything, can't mm-hmm. we, Harmony? Yes. So do you have any parting words for our audience? Um, That's okay. Uh, we, uh, we're just so glad <laughs> that you're here. We're so glad that you took your time to come all the way up here and, and mm-hmm. join us today. I hope you've had a good time. Have you had a good time? Yeah, I all really right. have. Good, good. Because um, we, we love to do this and we love to share with people. And there's a lot of people out there that are listening to your story that will be inspired by it. Mm-hmm. So you have inspired people today. So thank you for doing that. Thanks um, for being here, Harmony. Uh, you're welcome. I love to be in here. So listen, if, if you're out there and you're not part of Run Club and you happened up on this particular podcast, um, somehow somebody shared it with you or however you got it, you need to join Run Club. Join, joining Run Club gets you a, a ton of stuff, access to a lot of different information. Maybe most importantly, uh, it's a way to keep yourself motivated um, and inspired to continue to get out there every day because let's face it if you're a runner and you've done it for any length of time there's a time that where it gets tough and it's hard and it's it, it's hard to just get out that door and do it so that's what we endeavor to do through run club is to try to keep you going and keep you excited about running and uh, we do that in a variety of ways and we do it for a low cost too right mitchell uh, 27 cents a day holy smokes you can't get anything for 27 cents a day no you can you yeah i mean for a for a month you can you can blow that on a cup of coffee so um so yeah, yeah we say it all the time it's the it's the greatest running club in the world we may be a little bit biased um, but i really think that uh, nowhere else can you can you get all the training plans you can get all of the podcast you can get all of the dean's thoughts to the facebook lives on Thursday night, the coaching and all supporting a ministry that wakes up every morning trying to figure out how can we shine Jesus to a lost and dying world through the sport of running. It's a win-win all the way around. So join Run Club. Go to Run for God, Run Club. Still trying to figure out, get that in my head that the <laughs> website's changed a little. Runforgodrunclub.com and check it out. Yeah. And, and give us give us a five star review about with our podcast and go on YouTube, subscribe and click on that little bell to get notifications so you know when the new video comes out so that you'll be notified. Um, give us feedback. Let us know how we're doing. Let us mold this club into something that you want it to be. I think that's really important that we're giving you what you want. And we can only do that if you give us feedback. So make sure that you do that. Now, may God bless every step of every run. Go out there and shine your light. Good job, Dan. For more information about the Run for God ministry, go to runforgod.com. If you have questions about your salvation, click on the Peace with God tab. There's nothing more important. Thanks for joining us today.